Welcome to Benefits, What Like It's Hard? The podcast that breaks down the truths and misconceptions about all things benefits. Not only do we talk about what you should know about the benefits offered to you through your employer, but we also tackle topics on physical and financial wellness. I mean, come on, what more could you want from a podcast? Join me, Libby Allison, each week to hear from people just like you sharing their own experiences and experts giving us the inside scoop on the information we need to be successful. Hello, everyone. Today, I have a new voice on the podcast for you guys. Meg has joined. Um, she works for Haran. I'm going to let her introduce herself, but I'm excited to have her as a first timer on the podcast and as someone that I think you'll hear from many more times throughout the year. Today, we're going to talk about preventive care, the importance of it, what it means to us personally and basically why you should care about it. So, hi Meg, how's it going? Hi Libby, I'm good, how are you? I am good, excited to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. So, why don't you talk about your role at Haran? So I have been with Haran for almost two years now, which is hard to believe it's flown by, (laughs) but I work in our Kentucky office supporting our account executive in the market and helping her to get out there and get Haran's name out there in Kentucky and help with the operations side as well. So that's what I do. So I get to hang out in Kentucky for the most part and visit Kenwood every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. And so you are, because we've had, just to be clear, we've had some people from like the the wealth side of Haran. Um, but you work in the health insurance side of Haran, or the part of Haran that focuses on benefits, I should say. So you are well versed in preventive care, just like everyone else that who I works am. on this side of the business. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so I thought that maybe we could start by talking about what preventive care means to us personally. We're both pretty young, so. Preventive care, I think, to people our age is a foreign concept um, who don't work in the industry and understand how important it is. But I do think, like, it definitely, working at Haran, preventive care has kind of become an important part of my life. Um, And I think that happens to anyone who works in the healthcare or benefits industry. What about you? I agree. Um, Haran's not the first place I've worked, but even when I first graduated, for me, it was part of, like, I got sick when I, not long after I graduated from college, and my primary care doctor was still my pediatrician, and I was 22. My pediatrician's not going to see a 22-year-old, <laughs> and that's when I started to realize, like, maybe I should be established with a doctor, and I think the preventative care visits help you do that, so when you are sick, the last thing you want to do is be mad dashing trying to figure out where you're going to go and who can take care of you and so establishing with a doctor also helps a lot and i think that that's a big part of it for me too yes i totally agree i didn't know like i remembered going to get my checkups every year or not even my mom did not take us every year but you know (laughs) every once in a while when i needed to get like a new vaccine or those types of things i remember going to the doctor, but I never thought of it as preventive care. 
I thought of it as this is something that you have to do. Um, and it, it, there was, it wasn't a question of why I was going, but now I think people need to start thinking about why they need to go to the doctor at least once a year. So I, I never thought about this personally until I was on this podcast and I even admitted early on as the podcast host that I didn't have a primary care physician and I'm happy to say that I do now. Um, <laughs> and I'm happy that I do. I mean, personally, I got COVID earlier this year and I had someone that I could call to talk about my symptoms, talk about what I should be doing to treat them. And I got right in. I didn't have to, I didn't have to do a lot of research. I just called the phone number. It was less stress for me. Um, and I was talking to someone who knew my, my personal health. So they knew the right, the right course of action for me personally. And you don't get that if you don't have a relationship with your primary care physician. Yeah, I agree completely. And for me, I think especially when we're young, like my husband didn't have one. And I was like, how, how now for me, I'm like, how do you not have a primary care physician? <laughs> Forgetting the fact that like three years ago, I didn't either, <laughs> especially yeah. because I moved from the Chicago area. So then I had to find all new doctors and all that. And that's when I was doing that. And I was like, well, where do you go? And he's like, I, I don't. <laughs> so I think it's important for us to be talking about as when we're younger too, because like you said, you just never know when you're going to need to be able to call the doctor and be able to easily get in and have that be part of the yeah. uh, process as well. Yeah, there's this story that I will share also, and then we can move on to some of the statistics around preventive care and how it can help. But um, a story of someone who works at Haran, she did something to her knee, I'm not sure, but she needed surgery. And she was in between primary care physicians at the time. And I don't, I think what people don't realize is that before you even get like a surgery, so an accident happens and you need to have surgery, you have to get a physical before they will let you just go into surgery. So you have to see a PCP before you can schedule your surgery. And the, that may seem easy. Okay, you just find a primary care physician and have a visit real quick. But a lot of primary care physicians that either aren't taking new patients or a new patient visit is six months out. So luckily this person was able to get into a PCP, but they really struggled to find someone that would take them soon so that they could get their surgery so that they could literally walk properly. Like it's just so important to have that relationship to ease the stress, make sure you're prepared for the unknown um, and really to hopefully prevent any bigger illnesses in the future. I so, agree, like that, that's just such a scary story too, to be like, what if it would take six months to get it? I know, you would be waiting six months. Well, you have to consider, you have to have the physical before you even schedule surgery. So not only right, are and then you- then you're on a surgeon's schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I mean, it could have been a year before this person could have had surgery if they didn't get into a PCP. So if that doesn't make you want a PCP, that was a real accelerator for me because I understood the concept of the importance of preventive care. I just, we're young and so I get it. I get why going for a physical doesn't seem like a big deal, but 
over time, that relationship with your primary care physician is going to be crucial. Um, and so having them understand your baseline now will be helpful in the future. But when I heard that story, I was like, crap. I really need one just in case. Yeah. You immediately start Googling primary care physician. Yes. That really is exactly what happened. Um, but besides us just telling you these stories around why it's good to have a primary care physician, I want to touch on some statistics to hopefully also uh, kind of motivate people to get a primary care physician and to get their preventive visits every year. Um, Haran pulls data from our own data warehouse, and um, they found that people who get their preventive visits have a, an 11% difference in annual cost. So if you get your primary care physician visit or other preventive visits, which we'll talk about later on, you could see an 11% de decrease in the amount that you pay for your health care a year. And so 11% seems like an arbitrary number. So to put that into dollars, on average, that amounts to $686 per member per year. Now that's employer dollars too. So while we may not be talking about your direct savings, saving your employer money does affect you. Those savings that your employer sees can help keep your health insurance premiums down in the future. So it's almost just as important to worry about the expenses that your employer is incurring when it comes to your health insurance as it is to think about the expenses that you're incurring throughout the year on your health plan. It, I mean, if that doesn't do it for you and these stories don't do it for you, I don't know what will. But... Another piece to this is, you know, you were talking about your husband. My fiance doesn't have a doctor either. Um, but spouses without a primary care visit cost 21% more on average. So that's over double, not quite double, almost double, <laughs> almost double the amount of what, it, of what we're seeing with, like, the employee who's on the plan. So for those of you who are the employee who covers your spouse on your health insurance, if you're getting your primary care visit, great. Take your spouse with you. Make sure mm -hmm. that when you schedule your visit, they're scheduling theirs too. Um, an another thing to note to PCPs, having a PCP is especially important if you have chronic conditions. And so, to be clear, because when I first started at Haran, I was like, what's a chronic condition? I don't know what that means. Chronic conditions are things like heart disease, cancer, diabetes, ongoing, or I should say, um, a medical diagnosis that needs ongoing treatment is mm -hmm. a chronic condition. And chronic conditions make up seven out of 10 of the deaths in the US. A lot of chronic conditions can be diagnosed early and can be treated early so that they don't get worse. And a lot of that comes from getting your preventive exams, making sure that you're talking to your PCP about your health so that you can maintain health before 
you have a chronic condition that needs to be taken care of. And then PCPs also are crucial for directing your care if you are diagnosed with a chronic condition. So just make sure that you're, you have a relationship with the PCP and if you have a chronic condition that you're working with your PCP on how to maintain your chronic condition so that it doesn't get worse down the road. Yeah, and I think that's especially important. Like my grandma died of heart disease, so we know it's in our family. So for me, I just like to, to go and get the baseline and know that I'm fine. It's so important to me. And you better believe I call my mom every year and make sure she's doing the same just because to get ahead yeah. of it and to be able to manage that condition is so important too. Yeah, it's so true. So I, I talked a little bit about other preventive visits. We talked about having a relationship with your PCP, but there are other preventive exams that you should be getting throughout the year. And those are dependent upon your age and gender. So I think that it starts with your PCP because they will direct you to the other preventive visits that you should be getting. Um, but really, there could be a number of visits you should be getting throughout the year to prevent or to catch things early. So make sure that you're getting the preventive exams that you need to be getting each year. It's recommended. I mean, I feel like we all will follow doctor's orders when we have to. So why wouldn't we go follow a doctor's order to get our preventive exams? <laughs> and then also those preventive exams are free. So as long as the provider sends it to the insurance carrier as a preventive exam, it's completely free for you. You are paying in health insurance premiums to get those visits for free. So why would you not go and get them? So I just have one more point. We've talked about <laughs> you need to get your primary care visit. You need to get your preventive visits, have a relationship with your primary care physician. But COVID has added a twist to this. And so if you don't have a relationship with a primary care physician, I urge you to start one, whether if that means that you just have to call a provider and have a conversation over the phone before you can actually go in person because you aren't comfortable going in person, at least to do that. If you do have a primary care physician, you should be working with them on a treatment plan or maybe not a treatment plan, but a plan for when you can get in to see them for your preventive visit so that it's safe for you and so that you're not missing out on catching or preventing other diseases. COVID is not the only thing out there. There's a lot of other things that you could get. So just keep that in mind. We are in the middle of a pandemic, but there's other things we need to worry about too. And I think it's important to keep in mind too that like doctor's offices are safe to be at right now. Like I've gone to the doctor a few different times and everybody is wearing their masks and doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. But if you aren't comfortable, there's also a way that you can just go and get your blood work done maybe and then do a telehealth visit to discuss or phone call to discuss those results and really yeah. have more of an idea of like have a pulse on how you are doing overall and relieve some of that anxiety too. I mean, knowing that overall you're healthy can help make you feel better 
about everything that's going on in a pandemic too. Yeah, a lot of those healthcare workers too are probably vaccinated. So mm -hmm. uh, they're only getting, the environment is only getting safer to be in. So I would consider all of that, but ultimately do what your doctor says you should be doing. But right. think about all of those things um, like you have to take the whole picture into account. Catching, waiting another year to get a preventive exam could mean two years gone that you could have spent treating an illness, right? And that can be a lot of time if there is something that's, that's underlying that you don't know is going on. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts, Meg? I mean, I think we've really touched on the importance of primary care and making sure that it comes back, I think is the biggest point, because there kind of was a halt in 2020 on every aspect of life, but primary right. care visits were part of that. So now as we start to get back to normal, it's time to start thinking about it again. And I think the only other thing I can think of is sometimes when you have to answer that question, like how long has it been since you've been here? It's a little embarrassing to be like, have to think back and how many years it's been if it has been a while. But your doctor's just happy to see you. Like they are fine with the fact, and they will get like, they will run your numbers. But they are just happy to see you and to get you on that path to being where you're coming in annually and making sure that you are doing all the things that you should be doing to manage any potential conditions. Yep, exactly. Well, thanks for being here, Meg. So excited Thank again you. to have you on the podcast. Um, can't wait for the next episode with you. Yeah, I can't wait to be back. See you next time. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be construed as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there is any discrepancy between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will always